luminous, radiating light, a luminary, a person who inspires or influences others. Welcome to Luminous Living, the show for spiritual entrepreneurs looking to make an impact on the world, where I teach you how to love yourself deeply and go after your big, heart-centered goals so that you can live a luminous life. I'm your host, Ursula McDade, professional astrologer, spiritual teacher, and business coach. Let's get started. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Luminous Living. Today, I want to talk to you about this eclipse we have coming up tomorrow on the 4th of December, early in the morning. Um, it's going to be an, a solar eclipse in Sagittarius, coinciding with the new moon. So, pretty powerful stuff. So, I want to talk about a little, you know, what that what that energy is going to feel like. Um, what eclipses are for anyway, uh, astrologically, energetically, and then of course how we can use that energy to create a future that we really love and a life that we really love. Cool. So um, let's, let's let's dive into a little bit about what this eclipse is all about in general. So I see eclipses as uh, doorways, portals, um, we are ending one cycle and moving into the next cycle. Now, this happens about every six months. So twice a year, we have this opportunity to work with eclipse energy and really deliberately step into the future that we're creating for ourselves. What this tends to mean, um, because eclipses come in two is that twice a year we have this kind of two-week period where we're, we've had one eclipse, like we just had one about two weeks ago, and now we're about to have our second one. And in between, there is this period of liminal space, of waiting, of uncertainty. And it almost feels to me like being in a waiting room at a doctor's office. You know, I feel kind of anxious. Um, I feel a little bit bored, right? Like, oh, I wish I was just on to the next thing already. Um, this eclipse in between period can also bring up a lot of our shadow, unhealed patterns, um, habits that we have that we might want to change or shift. Um, and really for me, it's, it's honestly been a lot of lying in bed and really finding it very hard to motivate. So if you've also been finding it hard to motivate or have been feeling just kind of off kilter lately, um, no worries. And hopefully, you know, starting tomorrow, that energy is going to kind of lighten up a little bit for you. So specifically this eclipse, we're working with the energy of Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is something that I personally don't have a lot of in my chart. And so it is an energy that, for me, has been a little bit difficult to understand. So what I have done is I interviewed a few Sagittariuses <laughs> to get an idea of, you know, how to embody, how to work with this energy. What is it all about? So I want to share some of that with you today. Um, 
So Sagittarius energy is, it's an, it's a sense of always growing, always learning, always expanding. Um, there's a quote from one person I interviewed that said, it's like, how can I make things easier and more efficient and get better at the things that I'm doing? Um, in this interview, they were talking about how it's it's the energy of being really focused on your own self-growth and development, really going after your goals and what you're passionate about. Um, and this is a wonderful energy, but also <laughs> our modern capitalist society can get in the way of that, right? Like if you want to be a full-time creative but you have to pay the bills in the meantime and you're getting that set up with a job that doesn't necessarily thrill your soul right that so the Sagittarius energy is kind of oh how do I how do I exist in this modern world with all of my creativity and passion and this kind of yearning to always grow and expand um Let's see. Yeah. Okay. So I, I loved, I love doing these interviews and, and I loved hearing these words because, you know, from my professional astrologer standpoint, uh, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius uh, looks over the ninth house and both Jupiter and the ninth house are really in charge of wisdom and growth and, you know, asking you, how are you becoming a better person um, in your own, in your own terms, in your own definition of what better means for you? And how are you actually going after what you want, as opposed to other energies like maybe Virgo or Gemini, which are more about planning, or Pisces, which is more about kind of dreaming, feeling into it. And all of those are great. But Sagittarius energy is asking us, okay, what are you actually doing every single day? How are you prioritizing your dreams? And so what this means for our, our eclipse here is that this eclipse is, is not letting us stay small and stuck. It is kind of breaking us out of our patterns, or at least asking us to, um, by kind of throwing them in our face, <laughs> um, and saying, look, okay, what the question is, what, what do you want? What do you want in your life? And so getting really clear on that is kind of the first step. And I, I'm going to give you an exercise in just a few minutes to help with that. But one question I, I, that's always really helped me with this as someone who has always been sort of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what I want. I, I like a lot of different things. I like animals and baths and just eating and I don't know, just all of these kind of random unrelated things. Um, the idea of pursuing my passion or pursuing my dreams was pretty foreign for a long time. And the question that really helped me clarify was, what do you love? I'm going to ask that again. What do you love? What brings you joy? What makes you happy? These might be big things. They might be small things. 
So starting to explore that question uh, is really going to help us as we move into this eclipse. And the kind of second part of that is the question of, okay, what, what are you actually doing about it, though? Um, so, for example, if I have in my head, I want to be a calmer person, and I really am interested in beginning a meditation practice, this eclipse is like, okay, cool, but are you actually doing that? Are you actually meditating? Are you setting aside even one minute or two minutes a day regularly or, you know, a few times a week, right? If every day doesn't work for you. But basically, are you prioritizing what you say you want? Or are you just letting yourself leave it for later and later and later and then later never comes? So these are some hard hitting questions. So <laughs> now what I want to do is I want to give you an exercise um, that's going to, one, clarify what you want, what you love, and two, give you some actionable steps that you can begin to take to get there. And these aren't huge, big leaps. Up. Actually, I won't say that because they might be huge, big leaps, but they might also be very small, deliberate, cozy, regular actions. So let's get into it. So... Today's exercise, you know me, I'm all about exercises, I'm all about homework, I want you to experience what I'm talking about for yourself. Um, this is a great exercise to do whenever you listen to this episode, but if you happen to catch this episode on the 3rd, 4th, or 5th of December 2021, um, great, great time especially to do this exercise because of all the eclipse energy. Okay, so let's get into it. So. This exercise comes from a really lovely book called Five Wishes, and it's by one of my favorite authors, Gay Hendricks, who also wrote The Big Leap, which you may be familiar with. Um, and in this book, he, he tells a story and in which he shares the questions that I'm about to ask you. And he urges the reader to go out and ask these questions themselves and to ask other people and spread this message and to really make it a global movement of thinking about these questions. So that's what I am going to do today. So really thankful for, um, for him and for that book. And um, I'm really excited to share this with you because it is a really, truly life-changing exercise. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it. So before I get into the exercise, I invite you to grab something to write with. Um, maybe you're typing, maybe you're writing by hand. I always find writing by hand um, a little more emotionally stringent, a little more emotionally powerful, but it's, it's whatever you need. So if you need to pause and go get that, Go ahead, pause. If you want to go get like your favorite beverage or a little snack, um, go get that and then unpause and we'll get started. Good. Okay. All right. So I invite you to settle in wherever you are. Um, if you're listening to this while driving, <laughs> obviously um, you probably shouldn't be writing things down, but you can listen to this whole thing and think about it and then if you feel the need to write it down once you get to your destination or when you get home later um, 
that's totally fine as well. So I'm going to lead you through an exercise. So go ahead and get comfy. And if it's available to you, and if you are not driving, <laughs> um, you can go ahead and close your eyes if it feels good, because we're going to be doing some feeling, some imagining. Um, I will preface this by saying that I personally am not a visual person. It is really hard for me when people say, okay, well, just imagine that you're at the beach, right? For me, it's less images and more sensation. So maybe you're visual, maybe you're more of that kind of emotional sensation kind of person, maybe you sense things in a different way, all are welcome here. Um, I'm just going to be using the language of, you know, imagine and picture. All right, so imagine that you are on your deathbed. This is it. You could go at any moment. And you're lying there. And imagine that someone comes up to your bed. And this could be me. <laughs> this could be a loved one, a friend. But imagine that someone comes up and they stand beside your bed. And they sit down next to you and they look you right in your eye and they grab your hand. And they ask, was your life a complete success? I want you to just feel into that for a moment. Was your life a complete success? So you're on your way out. You're looking back on your life. Do you have any regrets? Right? Is there anything that wasn't quite, didn't quite end up happening or that you wish had happened? Was your life a complete success? And if the answer is yes, congratulations, you can just stop this podcast episode right here. <laughs> and if there is anything that gives you pause or that makes you think, oh, no, it wasn't a complete success. Why? What are those things? And I invite you to use the prompt or the sentence stem. My life was not a complete success because I did not blank. My life was not a complete success because I didn't Okay, let me give you an example. Um, thinking back on my life. Um, my life was not a complete success because I did not travel when I really wanted to. Or my life was not a complete success because I didn't allow myself to be open and truly vulnerable with other people. So now I invite you to go ahead and start thinking of some of yours. And your list may have one item on it. It may have 10 items on it. 
it's going to completely depend on you and your personality. So I invite you to think of, think of at least one that we can work with now and then uh, come back to this exercise and do more uh, later. Or if you want to pause it right now and do a bunch, that's great too. Okay. So basically continue to write out my life was not a complete success because I did not blank until you you basically feel the well run dry. You can use your intuition on this one to know when you're done. Or you can set a number for yourself. I'd recommend five. Okay. So go ahead and do that now. Pause if you need more time. And then we're going to create some action steps from this. You know me. I am all about practical action. Practical things that you can do. So from your let's say, regrets, you are going to flip them around and you're going to put them in the positive tense first. So for example, um, one of the ones I gave you earlier turns into my life was a complete success because I allowed myself to be truly open and vulnerable with other people. Or my life was a complete success because I traveled when it felt really good for me and when it was available to me. Okay. And then after you've gone through and you've flipped those, you're going to write, brainstorm, one to five ways that you could start to make that happen. That you could start to prioritize these things that you aren't currently doing or having in your life. So, for example, if I wanted to travel more, I would, some action steps I would take, I would start to think about where I'd want to travel next. I would start to formulate a budget. Maybe I would start to plan out what I was going to do and start to save money. I would put it on the calendar, right? Or if my life wasn't a complete success because I wasn't open and vulnerable with other people, okay? Some of the action steps I would take to make it, sh to make it so that my life was a success in that area would maybe be to go to some therapy and find out, you know, if that's accessible to me. I therapy is definitely not accessible to everyone, but if it's accessible to me, that might be something on my list of, okay, I'm going to get to the root of why I have these patterns. Or another action step I could take to prioritize openness and vulnerability is to simply start practicing being more open and vulnerable in my everyday conversations with people. Maybe I'd pick one person to start with. Um, to be more open and available, maybe I would start a more regular journal practice so that I could start to build that intimacy with myself first. Right? So you're thinking about, okay, if I, want, if I really want to have this in my life, what can I do to make it happen? Okay, this is a spin on exercises I've given you before. But I really love this image and this way of looking at it. 
Um, I would love to hear what you come up with if you do this exercise and you feel comfortable sharing. Please, you can uh, email me at Ursula at astrologywithursula.com. You can message me on Instagram. It's at astrologywithursula. And then, of course, if you ever want any help with the kind of implementation of any of these things, um, I'm always here to help with that as well. So happy eclipse. I hope it treats you well. I hope you step into a new cycle that brings you a lot of joy and fulfillment and peace. And I will look forward to uh, chatting again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luminous Living. If you enjoyed the show, I release new episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. For more tips on how to leap after your big goals to live a luminous life, follow me on Instagram at astrologywithursula or check out my website at astrologywithursula.com. <laughs>